Hello everyone and welcome to the Talkslot Boys present this month in music for the month of October 2020. I, as always, am your host. My name is Tyler and I'm once again joined by the boys. We got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we got Kyle. Hi. Hi, Kyle. Hi, how's it going? What's up, dude? It's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. It's been a month. Tell you what, uh, October, I was not anticipating to have much music come out. And I ended up with a roughly four-hour-long playlist of new tunes uh, that I pared down from much larger than that. So, holy shit, we have a lot to talk about today, apparently. Yeah, I think this was our, like, girthiest month. It might be, honestly. Like, this is, like, September levels of, like... Or not September. What was the month that a bunch of shit came out? August. Yeah, the Stan Atlantic and Slayers and all that. Yeah, August was was beefy but this might be like beefaroni i don't know how that is but um anyway we can get the idea <laughs> <laughs> this, um, this episode is sponsored by beefaroni <laughs> it's not but beefaroni if you want to hit us up get beefy <laughs> wait get it beefy. could be um so as always i guess we're going to start with just some albums that came out this month um, would you all mind if I start this time? Because I have two albums that I particularly enjoyed that came out this month, and I have two albums that were thoroughly disappointing <laughs> that I want to talk yeah. about. <laughs> Fucking tear it up, dude. Um, I'm, we're going to start Bad News first, just because I, I did that last time. I'm going to fucking do it again. Um, first off, Elder Brother released a new album, and I was like, huh, I forgot they were a thing. I really enjoyed their first two <clears throat> albums, and then I listened to this one, and I went, oh, well, this is less good than the other two albums. <laughs> I only included two songs of it off, uh, like on my playlist, um, but it was a very long album. And I think my main issue with it was just that, like, the dude kind of sounded like he was singing off key the whole time. I was literally just about to say that. Yeah, and it like, really bothered me. It just doesn't me. sound good. No, it doesn't. It does yeah. not sound good. And like, and like, if this was a band I'd never heard of before, I would never, I wouldn't have even like listened to it. But like. I really liked their first two albums. Like, they're very chill, acoustic-y stuff. And he sounds like he's on key for those albums. So I was very concerned and confused when for, like, a solid 12 songs in a row, the man just, like, can't actually sing. And I was like, oh, oh I don't almost, enjoy this. It almost sounds like the mixing of it is just, like, non-existent. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's specifically in Projector... I I was like, wow, it sounds like they literally just put a mic in the middle of the room right. and went at it. Like it's yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> and I and it's not good. Like it's just No, not. it's not it's not good. I didn't I did not enjoy it. I only kept a few songs on there just so that like you guys would have some like reference for when I talked about it. <laughs> um but yeah, no. Uh, I would I would recommend going back and listening to some of their older stuff because it is very much better than this but man that was a letdown because for a split second i was kind of excited because i was like "Ooh, they're back and then i was like nope they're whenever, gone forever i'm not giving them my fucking time anymore uh dude whenever i first heard this it gave me like just a huge pearl jam vibe kind of yeah like, I, I like projector like uh I can't remember the name of the song. Like I was expecting, like Eddie Vedder to just like hop on the track. <laughs> 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 you know, hit me, like one of those. 
Yeah, but they do it in a good way, where like it sounds like they're singing right. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. This, yeah. Like I was expecting Eddie Vedder to hop on, and then next thing you know, like their singer hops on, and, and like you guys said, he was like off key, and I'm like, this doesn't like sound right. Nope. Like, <laughs> sure like, didn't. It, it, it doesn't <laughs> like. There's no like cohesion between like the vocalist and the band. Like it just like something was just off. Yeah, uh, and like I. Not that the guy was, like, ever the best vocalist ever, but, like, at least in the other albums, he was, like, on key. Like, I feel like it doesn't take much effort to, like, just Uh, sing on key, but... I mean, I I like The War Is Over. I think the instrumentals were a lot better in that one. Yeah. Which is why I kept that one. Um, I was like, this one has, like, one saving grace. I can use this as an example. Um, Because, like, I don't know. It just... That one didn't like piss me off as much as the rest of the album, but like, yeah, there were some songs I didn't put on there that were just like I can't even get through this whole thing, and I would just like <laughs> skip it. <laughs> oh, it dude. was, it uh, was rough. Yeah. I checked um, out because I was like, "Is this an EP? Is this an album?" And like, I looked it up, and yeah, I pretty much had like the same results. Like, yeah. but, like the war is over is like the one track on the whole thing I could like dig. Yeah, that and was like I think the only one I could. I think really it's just because the instrumentals. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, after listening to that, it just made me depressed, and I just went back and listened to their old shit for, like, a solid 30 minutes to, like, cleanse my palate. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I would recommend Elder Brothers old stuff. I would highly not recommend their new album. Uh, one out of ten. Rough stuff. Uh, please, Damn, please bummer. never again. Uh, be, be better. Uh, the other album that came out that I was disappointed by. And fucking, you know, I feel like we just had this conversation <laughs> um, last month or oh, the yeah. month before. I know where so, you're going. <laughs> so Paris, right? Fucking, oh they Paris. did it again. Uh, so I don't know if, if any of you have listened to our whatever month episode that was when Paris released Use Me. September? I liked the album, but I questioned some of their decisions for including old songs from another EP for no reason. They come out of the blue and say, hey, this month we're making a deluxe edition with, and I quote, five brand new songs. Now this obviously gets me very excited because how could I misinterpret five brand new songs? Why would they lie about this? Um, And then it comes out, and I don't even really look at it. I just go down to the new songs. I hit play. The first one plays. It slaps very hard. I really enjoy it. I'm like, this is great. Second song starts, and it's a remix of a song from the EP from last year that they didn't include on the album. Uh, And I was like, that's odd. And then I went back and checked, and the remaining three songs were just remixes of songs that were already on the album. So by five new songs, they actually meant one new song and four remixes of shit you've already heard a million times. Dude, I, so. whatever. Because you told us that it was basically just remixes. Yeah. And Now, honestly, the first song is the only one I saved. Same. But, I mean, like, why? I know. Have... That's what I wanted to know. <laughs> like, you have, you have an EP that they released, what, like last year? Yeah. So in the album, they take three songs off of that, ditch the other two, okay, give you, what, eleven an 11-song 11 album with those three plus singles that were released. 
Right. Then, as a true cock tease, they're like, oh my gosh, we're going to give you five brand new tracks. <laughs> like, get fucking put. And then they give you this. And it's yeah. like, like, like on Twitter, like, uh, I think I like stayed at the scene there. Another podcast, like, tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hopefully it's not like a ripoff, like I felt with the actual album, because they just you know, copied and pasted some songs from an EP. So I don't feel like, you know, slighted in like a little bit. And basically, not from them, but like, like from other people that were like replying to it, basically told me to go fuck myself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody, <laughs> like, nobody has this mentality that I have. I was looking at like comments about shit, like when it dropped, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, Deluxe Edition slaps so hard." I'm like, "It's just remixes. Like, you've already heard it. Like, it's just worse versions of songs that are already out. Why do you like this?" I saw no <laughs> negative feedback. Yeah. And I'm just like, am I the crazy person? Like, no. do people who are in, like, the, the pop scene just accept this shit as, like, good? Like, is this I mean, how they maybe. just get treated with or, every or just band like, they follow? Or, like, like, is it cool they just, like, accept this? Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, like, just, I, like, I feel ripped off. I'm like, I dude, do too. Like, you ripped like, me off with the album. Now you're going to rip me off with the deluxe edition. Like, right. Oh, like, for gosh. Elder Brother, I was disappointed. This one, I was, like, actually pissed. I was like, you lied to me. <laughs> like, I, uh, you said I was getting five new songs, and I got one and four remixes that I'm never going to fucking listen to again. And your entire fan base is 100% cool with this. Yeah. I Tyler, do you remember last... When, when you brought Perverus up last month, I yeah. was like, oh, I don't really listen to a lot of Perverus. I'm excited to try to get into it with this album. And uh, I was, I, I, like we said many times last month, it left a bad taste in our mouth. Because it wasn't, it was disappointing, sure. But like, eh, you know, it's just disappointing. And for me, being a, not a huge fan and wanting to get into it, there were some songs on it that I liked. But like that whole thing that went down was like, just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So when you told us that this was happening, <laughs> I was like, oh, so I will get into them. And now I just don't want to listen to them because yeah. that's just stupid. Well, I mean, like, like, I'm definitely going to listen to them. Like, don't get me wrong. But, yeah. like, I'm not nearly as gung-ho about them as I thought I would be after these two months with the thought of these events happening the way that they were supposed to and yeah. the promise that they held. I was like, I'm going to be a Pufferous fan for life. <laughs> and now I'm not. Yeah, it's just I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I am still a Paris fan. I still really enjoy their music. I just don't really respect them as people as much anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, after shit. all of this, it's like you, you like blue balled me twice in a row, and now I'm just kind of like I'm I'm kind of done. Like I'm just the trust has been broken. <laughs> like you know, I am a nobody. No one gives a shit what I think about this band that has, like, millions of followers who are apparently totally chill with this. But basically my takeaways from this are that, uh, you know, Paris are a band that take the easy road out and enjoy cheating out their fan base and think it's acceptable because their fan base is really, really fucking stupid and thinks that's acceptable. And that's where we're at. That is just, that is a harsh words but that is just the way it is apparently. So oh my I don't feel bad about saying that. Catch these hands in the comments. Cause I, I know you <laughs> won't comment on this. <laughs> so uh, yeah, those are the albums that came out this month that, that let me down, but there were two other albums that came out that I thoroughly enjoyed um, that I would prefer to talk about as opposed, as opposed to these other ones. Um, well, what are they? 
Now, the first one, um, well, I guess, first off, there were more than these albums that came out, but these are just the ones I'm going to talk about for the sake of time. Um, the first one is a self-titled EP by a band called Wilmet, who I had never heard of before, but I saw that they released an EP, and I was like, I've got time. I'll see what this is. Uh, they have a song called Rancho Cucamonga. I was like, that sounds fun. You know, we'll give it a spin. And then I ended up really actually digging it a lot, so I saved it to my playlist. Um, and it's it's basically like just your, your standard pop punk, but they mix in like unclean vocals and stuff throughout. Um, it's nothing like special. I just thought it was really good uh, for, for what it is, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I've listened to the EP many times this month. Um, since I've been going through a more generic pop-punk phase as of late. So, um, not much to say about it, other than if you like good old pop-punk tunes and you're okay with unclean vocals, uh, Wilnet seems pretty good. I don't know if they're actually real, but I found it and I recommend it. <laughs> I don't know if they're real on Spotify on your playlist. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if they actually exist, but apparently yeah. they release music. So. Yeah. They exist to me now, and that's yeah. that's what really matters. They're definitely on my radar on R2, dude. Like they were just pleasantly surprising. Cause it was just one of those scenarios that happens a lot when I listen to you guys' playlist. But it's just one of those times where I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And then I listen to it and I'm like, cool. Yeah. And this <laughs> one this one was like a little bit more than that for me though, because there's there's something about their sound that I feel like puts them apart a little bit more than a lot of those bands that we just are like, that's generic pop punk. Mm-hmm. I think that like the, the vocals are really smooth when they're not like super unclean. Uh, and it just really stood out to me a little bit. And there are times in the instrumentals where like, they kind of jump places. You're not really expecting them to go. Like they kind of like specifically mm-hmm. in Rancho Cucamongo, but Mungo, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I thought the instrumentals were really interesting. I kind of was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, what's happening? And, like they were just kind of hopping all over the place and just like really clean. And I was like, dang, they like they know what they're doing. And I, yeah. I, I I get down with it. It was pretty good. It's like they managed to like encapsulate like the generic pop punk sound, but like delivered it in a way that was actually like semi-refreshing. Like I didn't even though like it was very much in like the main wheelhouse of pop punk, like it sounded distinctly different to me than like just kind of the same shit that I always hear, you know? I don't really know exactly how to describe it, but hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, I felt like it was a pop-punk album, but it wasn't, like, generic. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, I was listening to, like, Neck Deep or Knuckle Puck or, like, something like that. But it was, like, similar enough to where it was, like, within the genre. But, like, like Kyle pointed out, like, there were a couple times where, like, the song kind of, like, it kind of goes where you don't really expect it to. Mm-hmm. Instead of following, like, the formulaic, like, pop-punk, like, way of doing things. Sure. So, but yeah, I, it, I thought it was, like, refreshing. Yeah, I I, like, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you guys liked it, too. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to be as into it as I was, but I'm glad you are. <laughs> yeah, like, like I saved a couple songs off it. I'm like, damn, this is actually pretty nice. Like, Hell yeah. Like, it, it's good to see, like, bands that aren't necessarily the biggest, but do, like, really well. Mm-hmm. So, and that was definitely Wilmet for me. 
Yeah. It's definitely a testament to a band when they can do something that's done like a bajillion fucking times and still stands out to me in some ways. Yeah. Like that that's a testament to like how they are how good they are at the craft that I still was like, yeah, I'd definitely listen to this again, you know? Yeah. Which I mean, credit to them. It was super good. Hell yeah, man. Solid find, Tyler. Solid find. Thank you. I was very proud of myself for finding Thank you, Spotify, for just randomly sending it my way. Yeah, thanks, uh, Spotify. Not sponsored by Spotify, but we really fucking could be considering we Honestly, constantly talk about how we use your platform to find music. So, you know, if you have if, any, if, if, <laughs> any Spotify employees you know, down in the comments, you know, just come my way. DM me. I would switch to doing Spotify playlists if that happened. You heard it here first. How about for a sponsorship, get Kyle a damn premium account? Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. Where you get at, me Spotify? a premium account. We get tens of views a month. You would yeah, not like, regret your decision. Like, you're missing out on perfect potential for advertising here. Come on. Yeah, it's like good. Just, just a low cost of 15 whatever a month. You could get Kyle some fresh tunes off of our playlists. Yeah, you could pay for me. <laughs> you could pay <laughs> for you, Kyle. To use There's your no service. real upside for you, but like we would really appreciate Tell it. Tell Kyle Make to put his easy. wallet back in his pocket. <laughs> Help me, help you, help me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get some Speaking food. of of uh Spotify helping us out, you know who helped out my eardrums and my dopamine levels? Wow, who did it? Uh 100th because they released uh, a good old big old thick old album and that was <laughs> the last album that I wanted to talk about before we move on to y'all and I know that Brennan also uh had this album on his list because he was the one who introduced me to the band last month. And boy, gosh darn it, was I not disappointed by this album. It was oh super gosh. fucking tasty. Very, like, synthwave, chill, mm. weird goodness. And mm. I enjoyed every flippin' second of it. I think it's wild that this band has gone through such a metamorphosis. Because, like, in the early days, they were legit a hardcore band. Like, yeah. They sounded like counterparts, like, old school stick to your guns. Like, Which is they, just baffling to me. Like, I can't even imagine that <laughs> based yeah, on, like, like, the way this album sounds. There's actually, all right, there's actually another song on my playlist that I'm not going to spoil yet. But the song, like, literally the first, like, 20 seconds is a direct ripoff of an old 100th song. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, I, I'll have to well, show you guys what it is. That's but. very concerning, considering most of your <clears throat> playlist was, like, super brutal. So, like, <laughs> Let's, damn, what a, what a fucking turnaround for this band. Yeah, but, like, but this whole album, like, I couldn't just pick songs off of it. I had to, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure on my playlist I put in everything but the uh, singles that came out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because I think all the singles I had on last month's, but yeah, super solid. Uh, like Tyler said, they're like a synth wave, super chill. Uh, a lot of the songs, like they have like really just nice like grooves to them. Like the songs, like there's nothing like abrasive. It's not like you know. I mean, like we were just talking about Wilmet. Like there's nothing that just straight up comes out of left field. That you're like, oh my god, this is so different. Like than how the song was going, but like. It's just like a nice, like even keel, smooth pace throughout like the whole thing, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a really good album to just chill to. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I could just fucking jam that whole album in one sitting if I just needed to like be 
calm after listening to deathcore like <laughs> you just yeah. use it to just like chill out and it's you know like brennan said it's nothing too crazy but like it's just the whole album is just this singular vibe that just kind of really really just mellows you out it's real real good stuff dude totally <laughs> yeah for sure dude i i listened to literally one song on it i think i believe it was bottle it up was like the first one that popped yeah. up when i was shuffling through your guys's and uh i immediately went and added the song the whole album <laughs> so i think that bottle was like it up fir- is my favorite i really like that swingy beat to it yeah. it's, ooh, it's yeah. very nice very nice it's topical <laughs> right now poor out you know so oh, shit yeah yeah, yeah i haven't seen it but yeah. hell yeah Keep this in, you know? Yeah. I was talking about Borat too. Yeah, this <laughs> shit. Will we make totally another My Wife reference in this episode? Like, yeah, we do yeah. like every other recording session? It is kind of on brand for us to make a Borat reference. Yeah. So, this would be the place for Borat to give us a sponsorship. Yeah. You know? Hey, Borat, Amazon Prime, hit us up. Give us this good old sponsorship. <laughs> Let's go. Give us, give us another free account, please. If Borat, <laughs> if Borat can do a collaboration with David Dobrik, they can to- he can totally come over and do one of the Talkslot boys. Same level of popularity. Dude, Borat's whole thing is about interacting with nobodies. We're, we are nobodies. We're like, we're, that's so on brand for him. For, exactly. for him to come out and, and talk with us. Sasha Baron Cohen, come on the podcast. This is an official <laughs> invitation. Yeah, dude, you know, totally wanna... is a good interview. <laughs> He's one of the ten people that watches, and he's uh, definitely... I hope. That would be incredible <laughs> if the odds were that... <laughs> we get, like, we get like maybe 30 views on each of these every time we post them, but one of he's them is Sasha one. Baron Cohen. Every time. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Um. Anyway, who wants to go next with albums that they enjoyed or hated? I'm gonna give the floor to Kyle because I have oh. a lot. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm fine with that. I feel like my my segments this month are gonna be as long. Uh, I had a, a sub- substantially shorter playlist than than the other the other two lads in this mighty fine room that we have here. Uh, so I'll, I'm just gonna start off with I thought that I was only gonna have three albums this month. Those are the ones that I had I had aforementioned in the last episode, and then two two of Two very good good musicians were like, hey, it's happening literally next week. Get on it. And I was like, oh. And like a bunch of them came out on October 30th. And I was like, oh, no. And my <laughs> brain shut down listening to music. That day was just me vibing. It was just me vibing. Uh, but I'm going to start with my least favorite and go to my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot to say about all of them. So I'm going to go through them all. Uh, my least favorite, unfortunately, was the Sam Smith album. Wow. Uh, yeah. I I had hope because Diamonds was a slapper. It came out early. Uh, and then a lot of the songs were really, like, edited, like, electronic-y. And I was like, I don't know if I love this. I added a couple on my playlist that were more just, like, him and, like, a, like a, the piano or, like, sweeping or instrumental, where I think he really thrives and his sound has always kind of been more in. Uh, I th- I think his voice works there, and it's worked for him for a long time. I don't really know why he's shifting so hard. It's definitely probably like being pulled into the what's popular kind of realm that happens to a lot of people. But uh, sh- stick to your guns, Sam, please. Your voice is really good, and I'd like you to keep making good music. There are some good on here. Don't get me wrong. Also, something that bothered me about this album is that the last like five songs are all quote unquote bonus tracks. 
And there's songs that came out in the span of time where he didn't have this album announced. Like they were just singles that became bonus tracks. So they almost don't feel like actual songs on the album because he labeled them bonus tracks. He could have just put them on as songs on the album. People do that all the time, Sam. They just release singles and they're like, now they're on the next album. This happens. So uh, that felt a little weird to be. Oh God, I just fucking choked on my like. <laughs> My tongue just went down my throat. Uh, but the anyway, the ghost of Sam Smith is choking you out first. <laughs> he's not dead, he's but, like, like, I know, but he's he is so famous that he can like convert himself into an astral form. I believe it. Cross the dimensions to choke out his haters. I I would believe it. I could see that happening. Um, but yeah, no, get better with music, please. I, didn't, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't choke me again, but, like, get better. Uh, next on my list, I'd have to say is probably the Ben Wendell album that came out. Uh, it definitely was not bad. We, we, we were taking a big step up. All the songs were slappers. Uh, I included some that had some really nice, uh, scat singing, which I didn't expect. That was exciting. Uh, it's very, it was very, like, a little jazz ensemble. He always does, like, uh, just pure jazz standard music. I mentioned before that he did a album called the seasons in the past. That is very popular amongst uh, jazz people. Uh, and his, his, his album was really good. Uh, high heart. Yeah. High heart was very good. Uh, kindly had the one with the, with the, the scat singing in it. It was very nice. Uh, drawn away and fearsome had some really fun, crazy rhythms that were just so effortless for them. Like, it's just crazy. Like, there's a lot of complex stuff going on, and the entire time it just feels like they're all chilling. And it's really cool. Um, so, yeah, check that one out. I like that one. Uh, now now we're getting down to the, the, the good stuff. We're getting to the good good. Uh, one that came out on the first day of October. One that I was stupidly excited for. And for good reason. Uh, the sweet, sweet boy Mark Rabelais released an album. Yes. Damn. And it is. What the world fucking needed in 2020. 100%. Yes. Uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, every, and like, Mark Rabelais, he's a funny guy. A lot of the songs are just more comedic and like little skits and stuff. And like, like, for example, the song, I'm a Flamingo. That's I my adore. favorite track on the whole <laughs> I, fucking that album. That song is incredible. I love that song as well. There's a reason why it's like one of the most streamed on the entire album. <laughs> yeah. And and I I would highly suggest everyone goes out and listens to the whole album. It's very long. It's it's 19 songs long, but it's actually not that long minute-wise. It's actually only 44 minutes long because a lot of songs are shorter. Mm. Uh, I chose not to put some of the more... Uh, raunchy songs. Yeah, on. <laughs> that is my uh, one like uh my my only gripe about this album is like sometimes it was actually a little too much, and yeah, I was, it was like, a little I have to turn this off. I think, like, like when he's know, talking about uh, <laughs> yeah, that stuff was kind of kind of a little too descriptive. <laughs> Not that I don't bit. want to think about. My or whatever but like i don't really want to think about that yeah it, it gets a little like in the uh, quarantine fucking tonight which is a banger it's a banger <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolute but, uh, banger. At, at a point it just becomes moaning and i'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm like oh i don't want to crank this in my car anymore i <laughs> i don't want my i don't want to drive through my little old town and down main street with all 
the old people <laughs> sitting on the corner with just moans crying from oh my, my car. <laughs> but no, the album is really great. Definitely give it a ch- give it a give it a chance. That man deserves all the attention in the world. He's one of the most incredibly talented human beings on this planet. I say that with a lot of people, but this he's just so free spirited. He performs these songs in like his room in just underwear or a robe or something and just goes to town, man. The guy's confident and it's just an energy that you really don't get in a lot of things. And I appreciate it a lot. So uh, yeah. check Mark Rebley out. He's fantastic. He's like a uh, funky Ned Flanders and I really dig it. Really, <laughs> who would have thought that those, that word <laughs> was going to match with, like those weren't the words I thought would ever go near each other, but you know, it's there. Just, uh, I wish I could remember that one comment where it was just like, uh, he looks like my music teacher and he sounds like he's fucking my mom or something. Like, what? <laughs> was... <laughs> I can't remember exactly what the words were for. Wow. Damn. Yeah, he is. He's great. I uh, I love him. Check him out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Mark Rebelay. The last two albums I want to talk about are the two that I really, really like have been really excited about and listening to a lot. Uh, they're very different vibes. Very, very different vibes. Uh, the first I'm going to talk about is the Ninja Sex Party album that came out this month Ooh, uh, yeah. called The Prophecy. Uh, I've talked about them a lot before, uh, particularly on like my favorite like artists of all time, that podcast, which you definitely check out. It's a good podcast. Listen to it. Give it a like. Uh, but uh, I, I've always been a fan of Ninja Sex Party. I've been following, you know, Daniel Avedon, the lead singer for a long time in both Game Grumps, the YouTube channel, and just his singing career in general. Uh, and his voice is really good, whether he's singing about dicks or he's making covers or whatever he's doing. Uh, and this album really impressed me, uh, because go back like five years and listen to Ninja Sex Party stuff. And it was very just penis, penis, penis joke. Ha 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 ha. And now they're like kind of clever with it. And the instrumentals are getting better in quality because they're like getting more traction as like a group. Like some of the instrumentals are pretty freaking impressive in this album like it's it's very good quality and some of the songs are pretty fucking clever uh my favorite has to be do math with you uh and it's two math professors dirty talking to each other so it's just all like math terms being innuendos and it's just a real smooth jazz love making song and i love it it's so i love it it's fantastic uh the other one that's a huge standout to me is uh Welcome to my parents' house. Yes. Uh, it's, it's it's very upbeat and exciting, and it's the story of Danny meeting a, a woman at the club and taking her back to his place. And he lives at his parents' house, so he sings about how uh, his mom left out some snackies, uh, these pizza rolls are free, we got all sorts of fucking juices, so many fucking fruits. It's, uh, it's so good, uh, and like... <laughs> I love you in your high heels, but my dad's a light sleeper, so keep it down. Like, <laughs> like it's just, it's it's a good time. There's so many good lyrics in this album that really have jumped up in quality from some of their just, like, humble beginnings. It's weird to say about it's a sex party, but they've, they've come really far as a group. Uh, and they're really funny. I like them a lot. You definitely check them out. Uh, Wondering Tonight was another one, actually, that had, like, very solid vocals and stuff. And it's singing about wondering what his ex is doing to her new lover. Which, I mean, you can connect the dots about where that one probably goes lyrically. But yeah, no, it's a really good album. Check it out. I love I love those boys. And they're oh, fantastic. Yeah, she's, she's definitely getting work. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's getting worked in all sorts of ways. And the way they describe it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, the the five songs that you picked from it, like I dug all of them. Uh, yeah. Predominantly, I thought Welcome to My Parents' House and Do Math of You are probably the two best. Yeah. But- Obviously, The Mystic Crystal is a pretty epic tale. It's like 12 minutes long or something. I don't remember. Jesus exactly Christ. Like. But so, so. <laughs> Who has the time? <laughs> so, so, okay. Vile, well, apparently. You're like listening to a fucking audiobook at that point. <laughs> <laughs> what? So this is like, they they often like to do a song on their albums where they tell like a, like a long story. <clears throat> it legitimately is like a storybook made into a song. They had a song called 6969 on their last album. That was like a good 10 minutes long, I think, as well, where they like time travel to the year 6969 and sex is outlawed and all. They have to conquer the people that are trying to outlaw sex, whatever the fuck. But uh, yeah, they always like to do these kind of things. The cool thing about Mystic Crystal is there's a huge team of animators creating like an animated music video for the whole 12 minutes. So and that's supposed to come out in the future, which is really exciting. I can't wait to see that because it's probably just going to be absolute acetry in the best way. Uh so I'm excited about that. But yeah, no, I think that it's kind of disappointing that there weren't many new songs that came out on it, but the songs that had come out before that were singles that just became part of the album, Sam Smith, uh, I think were already good songs. So it's just kind of, it's a good time with some nice new bangers and I, I appreciate it. Um, the last song, the last album I want to talk about, round it out, surprise to me, Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles released a new album. Oh boy. I had just shit on them for not releasing new music. Then they did a live album where it was a lot of songs that they've done in the past, which I was like, cool, but could I get new music? And now they have new music. And I'm like, well, gosh darn it. You're listening. Do you listen to the podcast, Corey? Come on. Maybe he's one of our like 10 listeners. Does he want to be on the podcast, Corey? This is an open Corey invitation. Henry. Corey Henry, come on the podcast. Yeah, no, this album's really just so funky. It's such a good time. It's also also uh, pretty topical. So if you're not ready for that, you know, prepare if you're going to listen to it. But uh, I, I included, uh, I think I included No Guns on my on mine, my playlist for, uh, it's one of the more topical ones. Uh, is it about and- the anime No Guns Life? You know Which it has is, season buddy. two and that's streaming right now on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, Tyler. We're not sponsored now by tell me what's Crunchyroll? <laughs> no. I, I, that, that just goes to show you how great of segues we would be able to produce if Crunchyroll we're, were our sponsor. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll, Spotify, Amazon Prime, Borat. Come on, we're throwing them out there, guys. We, we're ready. We just request one free account from each of you. <laughs> yes, yes. Borat. I'd like one free movie. Please, can you just give me a copy of your movie? Um, but no. Uh, this album is really dope. It's really chill. I actually don't have a ton to say about it, but it, it is definitely the, the album that got me feeling just so good out of this month. I It's really chill. It's new music from people that I've always been a huge fan of. Corey Henry's very smooth when he's singing. He has some really great keyboard solos. The song that stands out to me the most is uh, Switch. It's real funky, and it's really funny, too, actually, near the end. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of really smooth shit. Uh, they do a really good job, dro- good job, uh, like doing a really a beautiful musical way of like touching on some hot topics. Like I was saying, uh, no guns, particularly the one I put on is, is really, really beautiful. I think the way that they do it, there's some wording in there that is just kind of profound. And I think it's really cool. Uh, 
but yeah, no, they're, they're phenomenal musicians and I've always said it, but I'll say it again this month. Check out Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles or something else. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's about it for my albums. That's where the heft of my week, my, uh, my month came from. My singles are a little bit more sparse, so don't worry. I'll shut up more in the next half, but <laughs> Brennan, what do you, uh, <laughs> what you got for us, sir? I know you got a thick, a, a, th- a thick little list, uh, in your tune basket. Holy shit. I the have... weave of your tune basket is very <laughs> thick this month. <laughs> I had so many fucking tune baskets hit my ear holes this month. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Uh, well, I guess first I'm going to start talking about the EPs. Um, I had four of them. I guess if you Damn. count the Bring With Horizon release as an EP. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I thought. I mean, it's kind it's like nine songs long, so technically it's like a short album. But anyways... Kicking it off, I had, well, I guess a, a kind of a re-release. It was Space Weather's instrumental EP, um, which for those of you who have no idea who Space Weather is, basically they are a very instrumentally sound, groovy, like, oh, how do I even describe it? It's almost like Chon if they had, like... If it's like Sean like with vocals, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I well, love even Space like, Weather, dude. Even like a little, I can't. I don't want to say more intricate, but like they have more like. Sometimes they have more going on, maybe. Than yeah, Sean. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they released an instrumental EP, um, which is basically their original EP, but just the instrumental version. Which check out both of them because their vocalist is incredible. Oh yeah, and also my buddy Devin, who I went to. Uh, PTI with, which is now PTC. He was actually in my welding class with me. He is one of the guitarists for Space Weather. Damn. So, which I didn't know until after I started listening to them. So Space yeah. Weather, if you're listening, <laughs> I was I'm a real fan. I was not. Yeah. I did not become a fan just because Brennan knows a guy. <laughs> yeah, De- Devin Horchin, dude, your your music fucking rocks, dude. So I'll definitely be sending you this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's wild. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, I don't know. Saying. They're you know he's good. Talented crew. Yeah, well, I mean, both guitarists, they have two of them, and I, I don't, I, I can't remember if he's the lead or if he's the rhythm, but I know both of them fucking slap, obviously. Both, yeah, both parts are really slappy, so, you know. Yeah, so they actually, yeah. uh, they released a music video for Dancing Demons this month, too. Yeah. I don't know so, if y'all saw that, but. I did not. Yeah, yeah I saw it on Facebook, because I, like, I guess follow their page, mm-hmm. so, and they were, like, doing, like, the boost or whatever. Yeah. So. So hell yeah, dude! Space weather, check them out. They are sensationally talented for shizzle. Hell yeah! Uh, now let's get to some more untalented stuff. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> just kidding. These guys are pretty good. Uh, there was an EP called "In Passing" by a band called Bloom. I guess they are Australian, and the EP I guess is about the lead vocalist's dad passing away. Oh, and. The vocals, like, like, well, I shouldn't say the vocals. The lyrics, um, it was kind of hard to listen to because, like, the dude has a lot of, like, really deep questions that I guess he thought about when his dad was alive, but now that his dad has passed, they're, like, questions he's, like, asking himself and his, like, recently deceased father. Damn. And, like, the service, like, the lead single of the EP... He's talking about, like, you know, his mom's giving the eulogy and, like, she doesn't like looking at him because, like, he reminds her of the dad. And, like, it was very, I mean, like, instrumentally, I thought it was sound. 
but like sometimes the lyrics I'm like damn like this is like some deep shit that this guy is obviously dealing with but musically I thought it was awesome like the song daylight like the ending of that song like the last like minute like it just like like they just fucking like like punk it out almost like 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 palm mutes and oh man it's just, it's so good you'd have to listen to it but they are the band that I was telling you <laughs> straight up ripped off a hundredth song. Jeez. <laughs> uh, the, the last song in the EP, it's called In Passing. Mm-hmm. Literally, the first 20 seconds of it is a direct ripoff of the song Weathered Town from Hundred. From I believe it was their first record. Interesting. But yeah, like it's like Is that like a copyright issue then? <laughs> I mean, I, I they could probably call it a sample. Like I don't I mean I don't know. I mean, it's not up for me to sue. That's up for Hunter <laughs> to sue. But I just remember listening to it. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is really familiar. And then I like remembered. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a hundredth song. And I like went through like all the old hundred stuff and I found it. I'm like, Damn. oh shit, it is. <laughs> but still, that doesn't diminish their artistic ability. I really I enjoy this EP, even though like I found some of the lyrical content kind of tough. But then again, I mean, music is a good medium for people to like kind of flesh things out. So I imagine if the singer is going through some hard shit, you know, this obviously helped him, and it made they made some beautiful music because of it. All right, uh, <laughs> so I have two EPs left. There was one from a band called Bloodbather, and the EP was called Silence. And I, or maybe it was an album. No, it was an EP. It was only six songs. But uh, <laughs> the vocals, all right. Mm-hmm. He has. <laughs> it's. Uh, I knew. I knew if you guys actually listened to this, you guys would be like, "What the fuck is this guy?" This was one of the I, ones that I like. I started listening to the first song, and I was like, "Oh, there's a lot of these. I'm just gonna skip through all this shit yeah, for the sake I, of time." I think like I get songs. the vibe. I'll tell you what. I listened to one in its entirety. I gave, I respected it. I went through, I pushed through, I made it through one, and it wasn't bad. Definitely yeah. wasn't. It's and, and I, my 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 noise I made there might have suggested I didn't like it. That's not the case. It's just not really my thing, you yeah. know. The, this heaviest stuff, I respect it. I definitely respect it. I listened to a race all the way through. It was the one I listened to, yes. and uh, it, it it's very well done. You know, I can respect the amount of talent those guys have. Will I listen to it again? No, but yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. It was really dope. It was really dope. I liked it. Yeah, I have. Uh, I have the same sentiments as Kyle. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I totally get it. I mean, once you like, I think Tyler said it before. Once you uh, cross a certain threshold of like heaviness, like it, it kind of becomes noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Tyler Tyler feels that a lot more than, like, I do, per se, hence why I have a lot of this stuff on these playlists. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the vocalist just sounded extremely unique. Um, his highs, like, kind of sounded painful. I mean, not like he's in pain, but, like, just, like, the essence of pain. Because they are, like, really screechy and, like, I mean, some of the lows were good, but, like, vocally, it's, like, I could see this being like a fence album where people are on one side of the fence or the other where they love it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. And 
would you guys i guess you have you're like fence riders i mean i made that yeah. analogy and i have two guys right here that kind of respect <laughs> it yeah yeah I, it's just like we're in a different position because it's definitely yeah. i can see what you're saying we're like the people that enjoy you know uh blood bather in general they could very much be on either side of the fence yeah from our perspective you know appreciate like, we can appreciate that music and we still think it's solid, you know. So we're we're not the people that would be on the other side of the fence. We are the fence. We we're yeah, like, yes. we make up the fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like on Twitter, like I I just see like a lot of back and forth. Or people are like, dude, like, whoa, like this vocalist is like incredible. Like he's so unique. And other people are like, dude, I can't fucking stand it. And I'm like, I get either side. Like he's yeah. he's that different from a lot of other vocalists to where like I get it. So I really like the instrumentals. I thought for being this heavy, um, there are a lot of songs in the genre that do sound very similar. And I felt like they did some things to kind of change it up. Albeit not too much. So, and that's where I lie with that. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I mean, obviously if it was bad, I wouldn't have included it unless it was like a troll pick, but I didn't have time for any of those (laughs) this month. So, but uh, I guess the last EP I have is the Bring Me the Horizon EP called Post Human Survival Horror, and what a name! Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they had some pretty. I mean, it was really interesting. I thought I thought it was good. I thought they had some pretty interesting features. Like I never thought sure. Baby Metal would. Yeah, I saw that that was a feature, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that song like, was so good. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> it was my favorite song uh, that you uh, put on. I love yeah, that Yeah, Kingslayer? Song. Oh, my. Dude, that song's incredible. Like, that song is insane. The instrumentals matched with Baby Metal are so good. Like, yes. I uh, I don't know. It was They created a beautiful monster. I didn't <laughs> I didn't think that was... Because I, I saw it, too, and I was like, oh... And then I listened to it, and I was like, this is really good. I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, it was... Like, I thought all the features on it were pretty good. Like, they had Nova Twins. Um, of course, like, I didn't include it, but they had uh, the Obey song with Youngblood. I thought that was a pretty good tune. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had, like, pretty much all of their singles. Like, they had Ludens, which I love. I think that's probably one of the best songs they've released in a while. And they also had Parasite Eve, which Tyler can't take seriously. I can't. I, I, <laughs> I get it. It just makes me laugh. It, it makes me laugh too. Like I just giggle. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, of course I didn't include that on this because you know, they were released prior. Um, I was also intrigued to see an Amy Lee feature. Yeah. Which yeah. That would, those- that surprised me. Yeah, which for those of you who don't know who Amy Lee is, uh, you've obviously heard of Evanescence. So Amy Lee is the vocalist of Evanescence. So, yeah. Wake me up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah no, wake great. up. But yeah, like, <laughs> like everyone's heard of that song. So that's Amy Lee. And that song was good. It was really soft, um, really like sad, because it's what the only day the butterflies left. But I don't feel like reading out that title. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know your title's long when uh, <laughs> you know the title's long. But fans I'm just can't like, be bothered to say the whole thing. Fuck it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say one day the only butterflies, blah blah blah, etc. That butterfly one, the butterfly. Yeah, 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 with, yeah, a- yeah. with Amy Lee. 
the Evanescence tune, you know? Yes. <laughs> Basically an Evanescence song for a while. But uh, it was good. The whole EP I thought was good. The features, even with Nova Twins, I was surprised that, I mean, like Baby Metal, Nova Twins, and Amy Lee, I was surprised that, like, they managed to, like, coerce and, like, be a cohesive, like, unit with that kind of variety of artistry, like, brought in. So, yeah, I really dug it. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but I thought it was like up towards the top of the month. Yeah, but... for sure. I think that album really, or that EP anyways, I think it really showed. Wait, was that an album or EP? It was an EP, right? I think it was an EP. It was nine songs, but like, I think one gotcha. of them was like an interlude. But I think they, gotcha. they like uh, advertise as an EP. Gotcha. Well, e- either way, the, the point I want to make was that it really showed that they have a lot of flexibility. You know, they can really do a lot of stuff like specifically the amy lee song did impress me a lot as well as me just having a great time with the baby metal song i feel like they really showed off that they could do a lot of different sounds that are like still within their wheelhouse but they can move all over the place because bring me the horizon has never been a a band that i've been like oh fuck yeah they've always just kind of been like oh dope and then they come on they come on i like it but this album kind of lead me into them a little bit more and I, I I got down with it pretty pretty hard. I can appreciate them as a band a little bit more for through this one, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, um, this one person I know is telling me that it sounds like a mixture of their last album, Amo, which is I mean it's very different. It's like a pop record almost, mm-hmm. and then Sempiternal, which is like a good like metalcore record, like metalcore yeah. like post hardcore kind of record. But. Yeah. So that rounds up my EPs. So for the sake of time, I'm just going to keep on trucking on. Uh, the first album I want to talk about is from a band called Kingdom of Giants. And they released an album called Passenger. And this album, I thought it was just really solid. I thought it didn't do a lot of like flashy things. Like I didn't think it was like over the top or you know brought like a ton of new shit to the table. But I thought that the album had a ton of like inspiration and it like brought a lot of inspiration. Like the last song, The Ride, sounds like a North Lane song. Um, Night Shift was like kind of, it had like some post hardcore elements, but also like with metalcore sound. I thought Bleach, uh, the second verse sounds like it's from Chevelle. Uh, like they had like so much different like kind of vibes through it. And I thought it was really neat because. Like, a lot of bands, like, especially, like, in this genre, like, in the genres we listen to, like, a lot of bands sound, like, really similar, and I feel like Kingdom of Giants is kind of not an exception, but, like, they take a lot of inspiration, like, they really nail it. Like, they really, uh, how do I put it? Like, they really, like, brought it. They, like, tapped into a lot of things that they listen to, a lot of things that they like, and made a pretty decent album out of it. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm now just realizing I only have four songs of theirs on the playlist. I probably could add more, but no, you did. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty long, but... anyways. <laughs> probably. I think you're probably pretty, pretty, well yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I, probably my favorite song off of it's Night Shift. Um, I'd probably go Night Shift, Bleach, and then The Ride. They're probably my three favorites. I definitely think that's one that I need to like go back and listen to. Um, to actually like get an in depth uh like opinion of it i just like uh didn't have a ton of time <laughs> to catch up on all the tunes so i kind of honestly through a lot of i stuff. would 
just listen to Night Shift. Like that's okay. probably like the more chill of the four songs I have. Mm-hmm. Um, that and plus I think the chorus is just tasty. So cool. Fuck yeah. So I already we already talked about hundred. Yep. So obviously, I had to put in one of my nostalgia picks. Um, Lincoln Park just released the twentieth anniversary of Hybrid Theory, which I think it's fucking crazy that this album's 20 years old. Right. And this was one of the first albums I ever, like, could probably recite word for word from start to finish. Um, it is very influential on my music taste today. I can thank my dad for... Um, he had a cassette. He had cassettes of both Hybrid Theory and Meteora, and we would listen to it in his old truck because it had a cassette player. It was old. And then he ended up like totaling it or whatever. But uh, yeah, I just remember like listening to this, listening to, like old school, like Rage Against the Machine. Um, like just, oh my gosh, it was so good. And I mean, I probably could have just picked a few songs. Like obviously like In the End, Points of Authority, Paper Cut. Um, I think Forgotten is probably one of the most underrated songs on the track, A Place for My Head as well. Um, this band with their new metal vibe with like rap and metal and like really hard guitars and like intricate choruses. And like the whole thing is just this one big tasty package that I feel has influenced artists like ever since it came out. And For sure, dude. obviously I had to include it because I mean the actual 20th anniversary like package that they like sell is like fucking four and a half hours long. But it's like remixes and live performances and all that shit. But fuck all that. I just want <laughs> I just wanted the actual album. But uh yeah, shout out to Lincoln Park. Rest in peace, Chester Bennington. It's been a few years, but you know, whenever you were live he came out with some fucking masterpieces. Hell yeah, dude. So that leads me on to the last album I want to talk about. Which, holy shit, I've been taking forever on this. And that is No Eternity in Gold by, like, Masta Flames. And I know you guys were saying, like, a lot of shit was a little too heavy. And this might be up there. <laughs> I listened um, to the whole album for this one. <laughs> I awesome. actually, I listened to the majority of this one, too. And, so, like, I don't know what it was, man, but when I was listening to this, I, vi- I was vibing hard. Like yes. I was really mm-hmm. liking it. Yeah, I, really I didn't really, I really didn't think I was gonna. But like I had it playing through like my speaker in my kitchen while I was doing shit this morning, and I was like, I'm getting down. Yes. I'm really liking this, and I, I <laughs> uh, it was very, very pleasantly surprised, dude. It's it's a super solid album. Yeah, like that was uh, one that I made sure that I checked out because like I know you've been talking about how the album's coming out. I know you've shown me some of their older shit before, so like. This album was definitely on my radar, so I wanted to make sure that I gave it a thorough listen through, and I was, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, like Kyle said, like I was kind of just like jamming to it while I was doing other stuff. I'm like, I wasn't expecting to like super dig it, but like I'm having a having a grand old time listening to this screamy tune basket, so. Fucking a, dude. <laughs> I was hoping because like I've listened because like I was listening to it like hardcore like the first couple of days it came out and I'm like, dude, this is so fucking tasty. 
I hope that Tyler and Kyle like really vibe with this because I mean this is like just primo to me. Oh yeah, and like they've had like a bit of a tumultuous history because like their first album, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a one and done band," and then like that was when we don't exist. And their second album, "An Eye for an Eye," which I thought was their like undisputed best work. Like that album, I will listen to that till the day I die. It is that good. Um, oh, of course, I'm a big fan of When We Don't Exist, but like that album was a lot more of like like a Rise Core album because like they used to be with Rise Records, uh, and okay. that album was like the epitome of like like I mean, of course, like they have like Dance Gavin Dance, but like they had other bands like Memphis May Fire. Uh, I can't think of any others off the of uh, Mice and Men. Like those, like that album was like very like reminiscent of like their kind of stuff, but like obviously different. And an eye for an eye was just like next level, like just like oh, like the breakdowns were fucking nasty. Like the choruses were like they were so like different. Like a lot of bands kind of fall into like very like predictable like I don't want to say song structures, but like they fall into like predictable like sounding choruses. But, like, with an eye for an eye, like, they just fucking broke the mold. And then the last two records I thought weren't as good, especially Dark Divine. Like, that album is mixed fucking pitifully. And not to bash, like, Masta Flames. Obviously, I'm a big fan, but that's what kind of ruined that album for me. And, but this, I mean, the mix is fucking fat. Like, I hear everything. Like, the bass is into it. I mean, the breakdowns just, like, made me explode. Like, the choruses are, like, oh, my, they're just, like, so, like, perfect. Like, I can't even, like, describe it. Like, like the song Killing What's Underneath. Like, that is a song, like, the, like I said, like, the chorus, like, it just, ew, it just hits me every time. And then, of course, the song has probably one of the best album enders I've ever heard, uh, Spiritual Eclipse. Like, whew, holy shit, man. This is, this is top-notch stuff, in my opinion. Um, I feel like. This is like their chance to come back and, you know, be like super relevant in the scene again. And they've done it. And I can't talk about it enough. <laughs> uh, their vocalist, Chris Redder, I think his last name is Redder. Um, I follow him on Twitter and he's always like posting like stuff about he's like appreciative of, you know, people like checking out the record and all the streams and all people buying the solid copies and. You know, I see, like, his dad, like, you know, being happy and, like, supportive of his son. So, it's all, it's, like, just, like, a good, like, feel-good thing. And if he's listening to this, which I'm probably going to tag in a minute, so, fuck you guys. Your album fucking rocks. Like, yeah. dude, I'm so happy that, like, this is where the band is going. Because for a while, I thought, I'm thinking, like, damn, like, they might have fallen off. And then they didn't. <laughs> what a redemption story. Dude, no eternity in gold from like Master Flames. If you haven't heard it, go check that shit out. It is that a is... very tight and tasty metalcore album for sure. Like, if I can get these two guys that don't like listen to the heaviest shit to fucking love it, like, dude. Yeah, I mean, I do, I do listen to a, a decent amount of of the heavy shit, but uh, not as not nearly as much as you do. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably it for my albums. I haven't been talking long enough. Holy shit. So, uh, well. I guess now that albums are over, it's this is the part of of the podcast where we would insert our ads 
for our sponsorships if we had any. Really leaning into so if any of y'all are out there, you know, want to get want to increase your uh, your your revenue, you want to expand uh, your audience by like seven people. We're the <laughs> we're the guys to come to, man. You know, send them our way. We'll put it right here in between the uh, both segments of the show. Uh, but since, but since uh, we're nobodies and we don't have sponsorships, we're just gonna get right in to the next segment, which is singles. Yeah. There were, uh, at least for me, there were kind of a large number of singles that dropped for me. Uh, basically, none of which I was expecting. The only one that I knew was coming out was Absolutely Cranking My Motherfucking Hog by Bill Murray. Which, uh, which I think we all had. Really. Yeah, 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 I think we all had that. Which the, the album comes out next month, I think. I'm excited. Which I'm very excited for. Actually, I think it comes out this month because it is November yeah. now. It is November. I'm just like in the mindset of October. Yeah, it comes out this month, which is very awesome. But he released the first single for it. Um, it's it's standard Bill Murray. You know, it's what you come to expect uh, from that mad lad. You know, the music video was haunting. And uh, I, the, the only thing I'm going to say about it is that when he included the sound effect for the Taco Bell Bell, I <laughs> yes. lost my shit. I laughed my ass off. I still that. I've listened to that song like five times. I keep like forgetting about it and then it and then it happens and I just lose my shit like every time. I do a mental double take every time I hear yeah. it. Because I'm like, what Taco Bell? It just it <laughs> makes me crave tacos and I hate it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> it was God. awesome. It was a good song. Yeah. I'm I'm very pumped for Eggy Pocket. It's gonna be a slapper of an album. I would like to potentially do an album review of that one when it comes Ooh. out. I think that would be a fun time. I'd Let's be down. It, I'm down, dude. So we'll, uh, we'll have to find out when that comes out. Um I guess I'll just rip into mine. Uh, for it quick since i guess Get i went it. first on the albums um so I'm, uh, again i'm not gonna cover like everything that was on my list just because there's a lot and it yeah i don't care um there's just a few things that i want to touch on first i'm just gonna get the bad out of the way again um because you know Ew. no month i i can't get through any month unscathed um <laughs> i what the fuck is grayscale doing man like Diamond sucks, <laughs> and uh, I'm thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> like, it does not... I don't know if you guys listen to Grayscale, but, like, they typically don't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. It like, was uh, not good is the word I would use to describe it. Like, the, I don't know. The first time I checked it out, because, like, me and my girlfriend both like Grayscale, and we were listening to it in the car the one day because we saw they released a new song and it starts and we're like this isn't terrible i guess it's not it doesn't sound like them but whatever and then it gets to just like the the part where it just kind of turns into like a weird like pop thing yeah and it just doesn't work and it's just so bad and disappointing and i'm just I'm worried. I'm I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> legitimately worried about the future of this band. If this is the direction they're going in, I don't like it. I am not on board with it at all. <laughs> like yeah, I didn't think it was like 
bad, <laughs> but like I'm also not a huge grayscale person, so like I'm not like super committed to like what they like, they sound like. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, so hearing it, I was just like, okay, and then I just kept going. You know, yeah. like it, it's definitely not like garbage. It's not garbage. It's not garbage it's, from it's like an close. objective standpoint, but it's just like. <laughs> Knowing what they are supposed to sound like. Like, I'm going to be perfectly candid with all of you. I never made it past the point where they started doing the weird pop shit. I never finished the song. I added it to my playlist so that I could talk about it. Because it needed to be talked about. Uh, But I I don't even know the full extent of how not good the song is. Because I... I just... I just skipped... I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It made me sad. I. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> See, I didn't think it was that bad, but I mean, like you said, knowing like their previous work, it is kind of alarming. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like when issues came out with Flexen, but obviously not like because Flexen's a totally different beast than this. Yeah. But... Which I would say Flexen is worse than Diamond. Yeah, I mean, and, like, uh, I listened to the entirety of both songs, and I think that... I mean, Diamond's obviously a better track, I feel, but... Mm-hmm. But when you're comparing it to Flexen, I mean, everything is kind of better yeah. than that song. What yeah, an but, unexpected comparison to hear. I, you know? I, I, know. <laughs> I wasn't ready, but I'm here for but it. What a, but, like, I'm not, like, comparing the songs, but I'm comparing, like, how the band sounded previously, and all of a sudden yeah. they drop a track that's, like, totally different. Yeah. Yeah, no, and no, I'm no. hoping it's similar to Flexin, where it's just like a one-off, like trolley thing, and then they just don't do. Because like the thing with Flexin is like they came out and said afterwards, like, yeah, this is just a fuck around song. Like it's not supposed to sound like what we normally sound like. And then the rest of the album dropped, um, and it was one of my favorite albums of all time. So like yeah. you know, no damage really done there. But for Grayscale to just release this single out of nowhere it's more concerning because this makes me think that this might be the vibe that they're going to aim for from now on and i i'm really not behind that at all if that's what is going on i i don't want them to change their sound to this because it's it's a bad move yeah i'm, I'm kind of hoping it follows the same path as flexing where yeah if they come out with like an album like this song's on it but it's like different while the rest of it's still like in the same vein as their old stuff yeah so although i mean like beautiful oblivion's like different than their than issues old stuff yeah that's true in a good way in a good way yeah and it'll never sound like that ever again because you know issues isn't really a thing anymore (sighs) at least not in the uh yeah, we yeah. If you know, you know. If you don't, Google. Press F to pay respect. Um, <laughs> uh, other stuff I want to touch on. Um, so again, I'm gonna keep this brief. Um, the I guess I'm just gonna go for like the big hitter right off the bat because I've just really wanted to talk about this. Did you guys listen to the song on my playlist titled? 90s nine ties yes by aviations that song bro what is this my socks <laughs> off bro holy shit i don't know if you guys have listened to them before but like i mean they're just they're talented as fuck like they only have like one album um 
but god damn is it like a really good album i've i discovered them like a year ago or so um and i don't know if i ever showed them to you but they are super good and seeing that they released a new song made me extremely happy and then upon listening to it i was even more happy because it's like just fucking top tier dude like it is so good it is just fucking intricate and just masterfully done it's like metal but there's like piano in it and like they have like some female vocals come in at one point too just to like add on to like the to mix with like the male vocalist and just there's a lot going on i think like the intro to the song is like a full minute of just pure instrumental before they even get to like the meat of it yeah. it but, is uh, i'm listening to it right now it is yeah, i just finished bad. the first minute and it is that yeah <laughs> yeah like, like i remember the first time i heard this i was in my truck and i'm like dude this is so genty like yeah and then like like the the intro i like how like with the strumming it like goes off a beat yeah and, like off a beat and it, like it just like continues like it's on beat okay then all of a sudden like it switches like off beat and then it's mm-hmm. back on beat it's just like ooh like like it's so cool that they could like pull that off I know. And, like, they do shit like that all the time and like, their other songs, too. Like, if you haven't gone back and listened to their, um, you know, their their other album, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it because they just do some crazy shit. Like, they are just wizards when it comes to, like, crafting songs. Um, wow. And dude. some of their stuff is, like, <laughs> I think they have a song that's, like, almost eight minutes long, and it's just, like, pure, just insanity the whole time like i think most of their songs are pretty long but like just the fact that they can like create things that sound like that is just amazing and Tyler, i who has time for that who has time for that long of songs well it's a real song Bro. and not a song about somebody hey. finding a Hey. rock bear or whatever the fuck that, but that anyway. one was a minute you know that was <laughs> no, you're talking that about that fucking like long. like 12 minute audiobooks like, I don't yeah know. <laughs> it's a bit of a, that's literally half the length of the one you were talking about still so. <laughs> oh but yeah other news i'm listening to it for the first time right now because i didn't hear it i must have missed it when i was going through your your playlist and oh my god yeah it, uh, <laughs> wow wow yeah, this is dude. incredible. It's, I, it's a it, it is a like tier one banger in my opinion. Yeah, like it this is, is like so fucking good. I can't stop listening to it. Like of all the songs that dropped this month, that this is the one I've been going back to the most. Um, and by totally proxy, I started listening to old aviation stuff again too, just because like I just the sound is too good. Like, I can't get over it. Um, yeah, like, like, I remember, like, I heard this. I mean, maybe you showed me them before, because, like, one of their older songs sounded kind of familiar. Mm-hmm. But, like, after I heard this, like, track on your playlist, I'm like, hold on. Like, I need to check these guys out. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, yeah, dude, it's just, it's so, like, genty and, like, almost like mathcore. Yeah, it is It is kind of like <laughs> mathcore, in a way. <laughs> I can like, get that five, it's I like, guess. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. I, I fuck. I thought it was incredible. Like like this like I saved a few songs off of your playlist and like this mm-hmm. one was one of them. I'm like, this shit slaps, like Yeah. I hope the next time we hang out this one comes on. Oh, for sure. I I definitely plan on jamming this shit. No question. And then of course, um this is gonna kinda segue into 
some overlapping areas in our playlists, but um, I can't not talk about Jonathan Young's cover of Barbie Girl. Yes. The world, the world yes. needed that for sure. Oh, it's so good. It was, <laughs> this is like the opposite of chemotherapy. <laughs> I mean, wow, <laughs> what a what a metaphor! It's like a profound statement. I, I say that, but <laughs> it was good though. Like it was so good. I mean, it was so good. I say it's good. It's a song that shouldn't be covered, but. Jonathan, I mean, even like the ending of the song, wherever like, oh, uh, like the, the breakdown. I thought it was so neat that like the breakdown's hitting, and he's still doing like the Barbie girl like singing parts. Yeah, <laughs> ooh, yeah. Ooh. it's like worse. Like fucking like, uh, that point like it sounds like it just like, hits the radiation. Yeah, um, but I mean, it was incredible, and then the song ends, and it's. Uh. Uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, who is the guy that was in charge of the Manhattan Project, <laughs> and he says, like, after they first tested the atom bomb and they realized, like, the sheer power that it was, they recorded him uh, saying, I think it was, like, something like an old Egyptian god said, where he said, you know, now I've become, the, I've become death destroyer of worlds. Yeah. <laughs> and like that just totally fits because the song shouldn't exist. <laughs> it's fucking Barbie Girl, but it's good. <laughs> like, like my man just like straight up Adam bond my ear holes and I'm like, yeah, I love it. Like this is good. It was like I never wanted it, but now that I have it, I I will never let it go. <laughs> like Yeah, like it's kinda so like the I'm blue cover. Yeah. It really is at that level. <laughs> But I mean, but that, I mean that shit slaps. This shit slaps. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Yeah, so good. Um, another real song that I actually saw was on your list, Brennan. Uh, was oh, Eastern yeah. Lights by Ascent Like Wolves? Oh yeah. Uh, that song was tasty. That was a tasty jam. I've never listened to them track. before in my life, but I saw that that dropped and I was all about it. It's very good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I actually uh. I heard about them from, I actually mentioned this podcast before, State of the Scene, mm-hmm. and they were talking about them, I can't remember what song they were talking about the drop, but I saw this dropped, and I'm like, ooh, like let's check this out, and like, the guitar work and like the vocals, like it's just, it just like meshes like so well, mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, just a tasty jam. Um, I also like how it ends, like it ends in like, uh, the drummers do it like, he's like hitting the snare, like as if like something big's about to happen, and then it just ends. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, all right, because I'm like, I wasn't paying attention at the time. I'm thinking, like, well, damn, they're they're gonna have like something else onto this, and then like it just you know ceases. Yeah, I'm like, damn, all right, that's one way to end a song. I kind of dug it. <laughs> I definitely uh, am looking forward to more shit by them though, because uh, I didn't go back and listen to their old stuff, um, which I should probably do. But uh, if this is like where the bar is set, I, uh, I'm i excited to hear more of their stuff because it's pretty good. Yeah, I think the other song I heard from them is called Angel Wrath, and it's actually featuring uh, Ryo Kinoshita from Crystal Lake. Oh, shit. Oh, so I thought it was, that's a good track. You got to check that one out. 
Yeah, dude, fucking solid band, solid song. I, I, like, I saw that on your playlist, and I'm like, all right, Tyler's got some taste. All right. Yeah, I saw that on yours, too. I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, before I listened to it, I, like, did a scroll just to see, like, what was the same. Yeah, I always do that on your, on both of yours, too. <laughs> Mainly just so I know, like, which ones I can skip, like, that I've already heard. But I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah, there was, like, in the, in the single zone, there were, like, uh, a few crossovers. Like, obviously, we all had the Bill Murray one. I saw that we both had that, and then we all had the Barbie girl one, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Barbie girl. What a fucking Oh, girl. man. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I had a bunch of other ones, too, but uh, those were the main ones that I wanted to go over. So, uh, I guess I guess we're on to Kyle. I mean, Tyler, like, props to you. I think your playlist really smacked this month. There was a lot of songs on it that, like, really jumped out to me that I wanted to talk about more than some of mine. If wow. being honest. <laughs> like, it was, Fair enough. <laughs> not that I don't want to talk about mine. I just feel like yours were really interesting. So, you know, props Ooh, to you. But uh, as far as my playlist goes, uh, in the singles department, we're a little sparse this month. Uh, some of the ones that, like, I think are good, but I'm not going to talk about a ton. Uh, Pentatonix released a new song from an album that's coming out in the future. Uh, be my eyes it was all right it's a little little pop on the poppier side away from like kind of the roots which i not a huge fan of but it's not bad they do it a little bit better than some others sam smith but i <laughs> i'm just keep doing sam smith the whole time um but no uh it was a good song uh jacob collier posted uh an acoustic version of a song from his album that i adore the jesse volume three uh he the cover of his own cover i guess of in too deep which is acoustic that's not what that is it's just an acoustic version i'm just stupid uh it's just an acoustic version of in too deep and it was a good song it was really tasty um as far as other songs go i have some i don't think i've ever really talked about some of these musicians before uh i'll start with dodi uh i mentioned her as a feature on one of jacob collier's albums in the past I don't really. I've never really talked about her as a individual musician. She announced a new album this month uh, that's coming out, and I, I believe it's February. So it's a little. It's a ways out. And it's a. It's a thick album. It's a two sided one. She's gonna release a vinyl too, I think. Um, she's she's a very very raw, uh, eclectic sound that is just really unique. Um, it's really good. She released a song from it called Cool Girl. Uh, and she's just a really good musician and I've always really liked her. And I think this album is going to get me, uh, it, it's finally piquing my interest a little bit to like really hone in on her music. Cause I've always been kind of like a, uh, a passive listener of her stuff. So I'm excited to hear what she has next, uh, with that album. Um, I actually really like that song. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I, it yeah. was really solid. The music video she also released the other day and it was really good for it too. Really awesome. Like interpretive dance stuff going on with it. It is. really, uh, have you ever heard of Grace Vanderwall? Yeah, I actually have. <laughs> it actually gave me some of those vibes. Yeah, for um, sure. Of course, Grace Vanderwall, she's like, what, a ukulele player? Yeah. And this was, it sounded to me like a Grace Vanderwall song with like an acoustic guitar instead of ukulele. Yeah, for sure, dude. I, I think they definitely are like in that same like kind of genre-esque, just like a little bit different instrumentation, you know? But, you know, she's, I, I think she's really got a, uh, she's another one of those people that has a really unique mind for the way to make music, which is why I'm really excited about this album. She said she's got some songs that, like, she got, like, a little group of, like, string players together to do. So, that's intriguing to me. I'm curious to see where that goes and stuff like that. But I'm glad yeah. you liked it, dude. It's, yeah, it's, she's uh, solid. 
Grace Vanderwall is one of like my guilty pleasures. So. Damn, I, I would never have expected <laughs> that in a million years. <laughs> the other two I have talked about the before I get to my my personal segment that I know everyone's waiting for. Everyone loves it. Everyone gets excited. The theme song's beautiful. So we'll, we'll get there in a second. Don't you worry, it's coming. But uh, two musicians I've also never talked about in the show are Larnell Lewis and Sean Martin. Uh, Sean Martin's a keyboard player. He plays for Snarky Puppy, which is, you know, why I like him. Larnell Lewis used to play for Snarky Puppy as the drummer. Um, they both have albums coming out in the near future. I know that Sean Martin's, which his song on the on my playlist is The uh, Light and Dark Places, which was super good. It's a jazz song. Super solid. Uh, his, his album does come out next month, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, I'm not sure when Larnell Lewis's come out, comes out. His song on mine was uh, Coconuts. And that one was super good too. Really great drumming piece. Um, but I'm not sure when his comes out. I know it's in the future. It's it's relatively, I'm pretty sure it's this year, but I could be wrong. But both of those, I they're really great musicians. They've got really great music. Both of those songs are awesome. Check them out. Um, but it's, you know, it's the segment. It's that time, you know, it's that time that, that Tyler always knows that time. He does. And that time is... Kyle's YouTube corner. Whoa! Roll oh the intro. YouTube corner. There it is. There it was. There it was. <laughs> it got put in that space. Yes, it did. It definitely happened. And yes, it's the same shitty one that I threw together. Yes. Last time. I'm not updating that's, that. It was perfect. That's what I wanted. Dude, I just wanted perfect. that one. It was beautiful. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Uh, my YouTube corner is a thick-ass corner this week, boys. This month, not week. Thick. It's a great corner. I'll start with the one we've already talked about. Jonathan Young. Ooh, baby. His Barbie Girl. Such a good song. Uh, legitimately blew my fucking mind. The dude can literally do anything with music and make it good at this point, I'm convinced. He also announced on a podcast that I listened to, this month that he has an album, an original album coming out within the next couple of months. He didn't say when, but he says it's, it's nearing completion where he just plans on breaking every musical norm and just saying, fuck it to the system and making music that he thinks is rad. Damn. So I am pumped as fuck for that. He also openly admitted that he likes Jacob Collier and Snarky Puppy, which my my entire world just collapsed in on itself and became one and it was beautiful. Um <laughs> but but you know, yeah, he released Barbie Girl, which was incredible. He also released a cover of American Idiot. Uh, I think it might have been on Halloween actually. Uh which is, you know, haha funny. Funny time to post American Idiot haha joke. Uh haha. But uh, it was really good. It was super solid. He even like had a little joke in it about, you know, the times, but, uh, <laughs> the, those are the two Jonathan Young ones, uh, insane in the rain music released, uh, two fantastic tunes from his year of Sinnoh album. That's coming out in December. Uh, he released a series of songs that are the elite four music for Sinnoh, which were super fucking good. I loved it. And then on Halloween, he released the Distortion World uh, song, which is like when you go see Giratina in uh, in Platinum. Uh, and it was really spooky. And he did a really great job making it sound really fucking ominous. And it was dope. I I mean, he just keeps knocking them out of the park. I'm going to really dive into all of those songs more when that album rolls around December. So get ready for that. That's going to be just 
that my December playlist already is hours long because of one album. Like it's it's you're not ready. This isn't gonna be. It's gonna be a hefty, hefty, hefty month. Um, but the other song. There's one more song that I I was so pumped happened mainly because I commented on a YouTube video of his and I asked, "Hey, are you gonna do music from Hades?" And he responded, "Oh hell yes." And then the next song he released on his channel was a cover of uh, Out of Tartarus from the from the game Hades. And it was so good, I expected it because it's like perfectly in his wheelhouse. If you haven't heard, the video game Hades is incredible. It is so good. It's a new game that came out, uh, I think, in September, technically. I started listening to the music from it in October because that's when I got the game. It's a beautiful roguelike game by Supergiant Games. It's a phenomenal game. Phenomenal uh, the soundtrack is incredible. In fact, I listened to it for a good chunk of the month, even though it didn't come out this month. So that's why Whoa. the whole... The, weeb. Yeah, weeb, for sure. <laughs> weeb. I know. <laughs> Duh. Did you <laughs> did you see Bump of Chicken on my last playlist? There. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I... The music from Hades is, a, is just incredible on its own. And then... Uh, Family Jewels is the YouTuber. I don't think I ever actually said who it was. Family Jewels. Uh, added a guitar solo near the end of it that fits so fucking well. It was dope. Uh, and that music's already incredible. He just heightened it even more, which I didn't think could be done, but he did it, and it's awesome. So if you haven't checked out that entire soundtrack, check it out. If you haven't checked out Family Jewels, check him out. He also this month did a cover of Megalovania with just mayonnaise. So there is that. <laughs> you can check that out on his YouTube channel. He didn't release a song for it on like streaming services, so that's why it's not here. But, you know indulge it's it's what you want you never it's much like barbie girl you never knew you you wanted it but now that you have it mayonnaise making megalovania it's just what you needed it's just what you always gonna hold dear to your heart i guess mayonnaise is an instrument it is it even starts with (laughs) is mayonnaise an instrument and then it's him like throwing mayonnaise on a table and going and then he like scoops out mayonnaise and like makes different notes with the emptiness of the jar because mayonnaise is missing yeah it's great Honestly, really impressive. He does a really great job with it. Well, now the joke's not funny if he made it in the video. Now I just look like an idiot. Yes, you do. So, moving on to Brennan. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my list. It's, it's uh, a little bit shorter than the other boys, but uh, it's tasty. Check it out. Hell yeah. Brennan, oh round God. us out, baby. Give us those tasty singles on yours. Because I know we talked about some of them because they overlapped a little bit, but what else you got? I mean, I had a metric shit ton of singles. Uh, I even had um, one of them I had to put on today. Well, actually, I put two of them on today. But one of them I had to put on today because it was originally just released on YouTube. Oh. And then, like, I guess it said that it released on Spotify on October 30th, but I didn't see it back then. So I'm just going to kind of ride with it. Um, and that is Power of the High from a band called Cane Hill, which the music video is fucking trippy. I mean, it's literally like an acid trip. <laughs> and it's heavy. It's like metalcore. Um, pretty much like the majority of my playlist. It just, I mean, it's like, I can't just put like, it's like intricate also. I mean, it's not mathcore. Like, it's not like fucking like Animals as Leaders or something. But like, I don't know. It's like. It's more intricate than some songs and like artists in the genre. Put it that way. I thought it was really tasty. 
Um, of course, what started my playlist was a remix of Holy Roller from Spirit Box. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that came out. Yeah. And they featured my guy from Crystal Lake, Ryo Kinoshita. It's either Ryo or Ryo. I don't know. I'm mm. too lazy to look it up. But uh, his lows are just incredible. And, of course, like, Holy Roller, like, the start of it is, like, no different than the actual song. But probably about halfway through, uh, Rio just takes over and just makes it heavier. <laughs> which if that was <laughs> even possible to begin with, because that song is already pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, which if you've ever heard of Holy Roller, you know that song is not necessarily light. And <laughs> no, my man, <laughs> my man Rio just comes in and just like. Like stomps it into like heavy land. Jesus Christ! And like what cracks me up is like the song ends, like it ends and it's just like his growls, like over like the last like couple of notes of the song and it's just it's like hilarious because it's like it's so low and like oh my it's just uh, it just adds so much to the song I fucking love it. Oh man! But uh yeah, Holy Roller the remix because I guess they just signed to Rise Records so that was like oh did they. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, yes. I didn't know about that. So I well I guess Rise basically bought a Pale Chord okay. records. Which I mean basically what happened. But uh I guess this was the first release, like to kind of signify like, hey, we're on a new label. Like check out check this shit out. Damn. I think but, I uh, follow them and I didn't even like realize that they were under <laughs> Rise now, but okay. <laughs> uh oh, shit, I have so much. Um I have another just Dumb heavy song called Pretenders from a band called Darko US. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They featured Ben Dewar, who is from the band Shadow of Intent. Who, I mean, <laughs> if you look at him, he doesn't look like a deathcore vocalist at all. He looks like he's still in college, like doing like liberal arts or something. <laughs> Like he does are you not to attack me, or are you... maybe. <laughs> Honestly, he looks like he'd be your friend. Like, straight up, well, like... fair. So he looks like, 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 like no disrespect. Like look him up, but like, I mean, you are also my friend. So I know, that's I what I just said. Him. Like that, that, that implies that we look like him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine one of us in a deathcore band. That's basically what this Ben Dewar guy looks like. Ah, uh, yes. Like he just doesn't look like he belongs. But then, like. You hear his lows, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> this dude's, like, next level. But I guess Darko US is a project with the vocalist from Chelsea Grin and the guitarist from Amur. Wow. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, neither of them, like, come up with stuff like this. Like, as far as their bands go. They have another single called Insects, which is just insanity. Like it, it's even wilder than this one, but basically, uh, Pretenders is just super heavy strumming with just insane deathcore vocals over it, and of course, like I said, they have the Ben Dewar feature, which, I mean, it's just fat, thick lows, like it's it's insultingly low. I thought you said loads. Like not loads, <laughs> fat like, big loads, dark fat. Like, they're just busting a left and right. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
But uh, <laughs> moving on swiftly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't talk about all of these, but I'll talk about two more, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. So there's another band called While She Sleeps. They came out with the song Sleep Society, which I guess is going to be a record that they come out with surprisingly in April. Whoa. Wow. So that's so ways away. <laughs> so they're going with the super bold strategy of a six month release window. Jesus. From the initial single. However, I thought the single was very good and so good that I think it is going to carry the band for a minute. Um, I'm kind of afraid that since it is such a long period, that they're going to like release basically the entire album before the album releases. Like kind of like slaves, but more so. Mm-hmm. So, but the song was fucking like just, oh, it was incredible. Like, I like how the breakdown kind of like they come at you with it, and then it like subverts expectations for a minute. Like, like they have a build, they have a build, and then it kind of plateaus, and then it drops. So I thought that was like an interesting way to like set up a breakdown, and like not too many people are doing that. So I thought it was like interesting. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a good song. And the last one I talk about is from a band called Architects. They released a song called Animals. And I... <laughs> it's not that I hated the song, but I was kind of concerned because a band called Fit for a King did something very similar with releasing a song that's kind of like radio rocky mm. when architects like I doubt you guys ever like heard of some of their stuff but they have some of the most like intricate metalcore riffs like ever devised mm-hmm. like like you've heard the song low from wage war correct yeah that song literally rips that riff from an a, a architect song called doomsday shit that came out like an entire year before. Did not know and, that. Like, and that entire album is called Holy Hell. And damn, like the whole record is just like, just like these incredible riffs and breakdowns. And like the vocalist is just fucking blah, like the entire yeah. time. Like it's just, ew. like that's Architects, like in a nutshell. Like, but like I say, it's so intricate and like so much like so involved that it's like, damn, like these motherfuckers are like balling out. So, and I remember like when Low came out and everyone was like, dude, this sounds like Doomsday. Oh my gosh. But, but then I like Wage War. So I like them both. (laughs) But yeah, basically Architects was like always ahead of the curve as far as like Metalcore goes. Okay. And they released Animals. And like I said, it's kind of Radio Rocky, but it's still like heavy with like the main riff, like. Like the main riff isn't something you hear on like fucking like you know most rock like radio stations, mm-hmm. but I was just kind of concerned because like the song has like no screaming whatsoever, like the breakdown's kind of simplistic even though it is kind of hard. So I was afraid that they were gonna go like a fit for a king route. However, I feel like the song is a lot better than the singles that fit for a king released. So. I'm going to hope because I guess they're coming out with an album in February and I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like when we just want to be alive or something. 
something to that effect. But yeah, I'm waiting. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping they have some like intricacy and you know a lot of stuff that they used to have. But uh, yeah, the rest of my singles, fucking check them out if you haven't. I have a fucking library of stuff, just like Tyler does, and kind of like what Kyle does. Tight. Oh, yeah. Tight. So now that we've gotten through our big hefty loads of music and tune baskets, uh, I guess it's time to award our individual picks for uh, song of the month. I guess single of the month and uh, album of the month. So who, who would like to go first? I will let Kyle go first. Oh, well, damn. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh, single of the month, huh? Well, you know, it, there there were some good ones this month. Uh, some, honestly, on your guys' list that were probably pushed into contention a little bit for me as well. But, I, I you know, when, when you just feel something in your heart so strong, you just got to commit. And uh, it's Barbie Girl. By there Jonathan you go. Neal. I respect yes. it. It's gotta be. It it's just legendary. It's incredible. If you haven't looked at it yet, look at the music video because that is just mesmerizing in a way that it shouldn't be, and it's fantastic. Check it out. It's so good. Well, my album of the month. This one is a little bit harder for me, honestly, because yet again the hundredth album does get close. It does push in there. That album is really, really groovy. Yes. Uh the other two that are really close for me in my mind are the Ninja Sex Party album and the Corey Henry album. And I'm I'm going to have to go with the Corey Henry one because Corey Henry and the Fuck Apostles, the album Something to Say, uh, is just I have it has been a drought of <laughs> Corey Henry and the Funk Apostles music for too long. And all of a sudden he releases this bad boy. It has some beautiful, beautiful lyrics in it. It has some really groovy fucking tunes. Uh, and man, it just makes me so happy that there's more Corey Henry music out there. It is so good. And yeah, I, I gotta give it, I gotta give it my, my album of the month. Definitely check it out. If you haven't, if any of them, just check that one out for mine. Cause it's, Ooh, it's good. It's good. It's tasty. It's groovy. It's funky. Mm, what a tune basket. Brennan, seeing how you, you had me go, I'm going to make, I'm going to have you go, you know, what? Just, just reverse Uno card you buddy. But I also went, so, you know, it's whatever. It's not how it works, but go give me to me. What you got your single in your month? Your yeah. Freaking album. Yes. Well, um, my single of the month is one I did not talk about. Oh, it oh. Had probably the catchiest chorus I've heard in a minute. Um, there are some that were super close to beating it out. And I mean, put my, put a gun to my head tomorrow. I probably pick a different one, but that is a song called event horizon by wild ways. I don't know Dope. if you guys heard that, but I mean, actually heard it while listening to it, but I, I mean, probably the, did. I just don't remember. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but like that chorus, man, like the hook just nails me. Like, like, cause the rest of the song, like, the screaming's okay. Like the instrumentals aren't bad, but I don't know what it is. But just that chorus just hits me, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's so fucking good." <laughs> and like the second verse, I feel like is short, just like to be a vessel to get back to the chorus. But I think that's just the band knowing, like you know, what's cooking. Mm-hmm. So 
I will pick that as my single of the month. Just to fuck around. And then my album of the month. I'm happy that both of you guys enjoyed it. And that, of course, is No Eternity in Gold by like Hell Monster yeah. Flames. It is the perfect mixture of heaviness with beautiful choruses and like enough intricacy to go around. Like, I mean, there were times like listening to this, I just got fucking exploded with breakdowns and heaviness and riffs. And like you guys said, it's something that like I can listen to in the background, like while I'm doing something and just be perfectly cool with it Mm -hmm. because it's that good. So, yeah. Single and album of the month. So tight. Tyler, what you got, bro? Um so single of the month, I have to go with nineties nine ties by aviations. Yeah. Which I actually yes. just found out upon checking um while we were doing this podcast. It's actually a reissue of a song from their original EP from twenty twelve that I've never listened to. Whoa. So Whoa. That's neat. I'm still picking it as my single of the month, regardless, because uh, <laughs> it's so fucking good. But now I want to go back and listen to their ridiculously old EP. Um, my album of the month, that is, that's a tougher one. Um, I mean, I feel like I have to go with 100th, but my gut is telling me to go with the the Wilmette self-title EP just because I knew I was going to like the 100th album. I didn't even know what the fuck Wilmette was until I listened to this and now I like them. So Damn. I'm going to I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to pick that as as my album. Wow. And that's that's the way it is. It's it's really telling that none of us picked the 100th album. Like, that just goes to show how good of a month this was Seriously? for music. Like, how much shit came out that, like, the 100th album was that good and none of us even picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's absolutely no disrespect to the 100th album. Oh, no. It's just, this this month, like you said, was just loaded with, like, top-notch tune baskets. Right. It's It was incredible like i was not expecting that much to come out this month and boy i just got fucking blindsided by a damn truck full of music and it was great damn boy howdy um yeah so i guess before we wrap this bad boy up uh does anybody want to talk about uh some stuff that's coming out in the month of november that we're going to be talking about in our next episode holy crap do i tyler holy crap uh, I actually don't have a lot, but uh, <laughs> uh, I mentioned before, Larnell Lewis has got music on the horizon. Not sure if it's next month or not, um, but that's exciting. It might be. Uh, Sean Martin definitely does. Uh, I think the album is called 3-0, so expect that. I'm pumped about that. But the one that I know that and I is the one I'm really you know clinging to hope for to just absolutely rock my socks is I've mentioned this band a couple times, and they're finally releasing a new album after years it's a little band called dirty loops oh and, shit uh, yes and i'm so excited i'm excited <laughs> been, too they've been releasing <laughs> like some singles just on youtube for the last couple months so i haven't included them on my playlist 
but, and I don't really know, they're like shorter songs. So I think they actually just might be little groovy bits that they just kind of came up with. They might not actually be songs. So this could just be completely new things that I'm just mentally not prepared for. Cause they are like just the funkiest, grooviest, rocky people ever. I'm so excited. Uh, if you haven't checked them out before, go on and look at their covers of like baby. Yes. Justin Bieber, baby, check the cover of it. It's awesome. Uh, the cover rolling in the deep by Adele is super good. You, you're not ready. It's really great. Uh, but yeah, no, they got an album coming out next month and I'm, that's probably like my main thing I'm looking forward to next month. It's, I'm hoping for greatness and I, I don't think it's, it's going to be hard for them to let me down. I'm very pumped. But yeah, that's, that's what I got. That's what I got. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, well, you know what else we all have? What is it? Eggy Pocket by Bill. Yes, we do. That's why I, I knew I knew you were gonna say it. I knew someone else yes. was gonna say it. Let's go. That was gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Yeah. Obviously, it's Bill Murray. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong, with Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray. I can't wait for the sheer amount of creamy memes that are going to be woven into those songs. We already have the Taco Bell Bell. What other gems are we going to get? I can't wait. The the anticipation is killing me. My body can't can't hold it in anymore i'm gonna explode especially because we don't know the day yet i so i think we we do i just don't remember oh i I just don't remember yeah he announced it i just i forgot but it's it's november so it's gonna be good you know what else comes out in november um you know what else comes out this friday as of the time we're recording this which will probably be like the day that this is uploaded (laughs) um the makari ep oh damn yeah let's go which uh, I believe they released a new single from it today, but I think I'm gonna wait until Friday to just listen to the whole thing. But yeah, that comes out uh, in November. We're gonna be talking about that in the next episode too. I'm very, very excited for that. I think it's only like five songs, which is kind of a shame, but still, still I like Macari. I'm I'm all for it. Um, Brennan, what do you got? Well, I have a few things. Uh, one thing I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention. Um, what you call it? Bearings. Oh, does their new album come out in November? I think. I think. You could be right. I I don't like follow them actively on like anything, so I didn't know when the album was coming out. I just knew that it was probably going to be soon. <laughs> yeah, I just um I just remember like seeing something about I, it's either this month or it's December fourth because I think December fourth is like the last day of like the year. Okay. That they like come out with that. Okay. Um, also, like Chelsea Grin's coming out with a single. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't like them. But, uh, <laughs> a, a band called Intervals is coming out with a, I believe, an album or an EP. Uh, another band called Boundaries. I haven't shown you guys them before. Um, another band called Defamed, which I had one of their singles on an earlier one. It's called Doves, I believe it was called. But I guess they're coming out with an EP. Um. Boys of Fall, which I actually had a single of theirs. Oh yeah, I like them. Um, yeah, I guess uh, they're coming out with an album. I okay, guess, I think I it's didn't called Distance. I could be wrong. I'm trying to look it up right now. Well, that'll be cool. But uh, yeah, there's a few things um, that'll be coming out. I can't wait. So, like I said, I'm I'm trying to look it up. It's either some of the stuff I listed is either coming out in November or it's coming out December fourth. So. Either way, December is uh, going to be kind of light, but I guess we're going to be doing our like year end. Yeah, 
thingamajig. That's true. I kind of hope December's light after... Uh, Spoiler alert. I'm, I'm assuming that November is going to be another just fully packed month of sick tunes. So uh, if we can get a little bit of a break in December, that'd be cool. Um, but I guess that brings us to the end of another episode of this month of music. Uh, if you liked this video, let us know by physically liking this video. Click on the like button. Do it. Do it now. Yeah. Hit it. If you yeah. if you liked a single song that we talked about, if you agreed with a single thing we said, if you disagreed with a single thing we said, show it to us by clicking that like button and subscribing to the Talkslot Boys and commenting below. If you do all three of those things, you will be a good person. Congrats. And I will respect you, even though I don't know you, probably. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we really like making these. Uh, I, I, we hope you enjoy listening to them. These don't get many views, but that's okay. Because I'm in it for the conversations with my two lovely boys. Uh, and it's a, it's a delightful time. And I can't wait until next month when we get to talk about all of the tasty tunes for November. Um, and as we referenced earlier, uh, as Brennan kind of mentioned, uh, we are going to be doing a uh, 2020 recap best of the year episode at some point probably at the beginning of next year but uh that'll be cool too and look forward to that and uh also uh, go list watch our other shit we do album reviews we do other things where we talk about stuff that you probably don't care about it's a grand old time if you like hanging out with us if you like the boys uh you know stick around go watch our other stuff Give us love. Be appreciated. Um, yeah, so I guess that's all the shit that I have to say. Um, Kyle, play us out. One, two, three, four. Is that the end of the episode? Did we yeah. do it? <laughs> <laughs>